right now. Yeah, Rod's not here, so I'm hosting the show. How about that? Um, RodPeterson.com, the website. Rod's commentary is there. The latest uh, that you need to know is at RodPeterson.com, including today's poll question, which we're going to get to before we're uh, through here with the opening segment. Uh, Coming up today on the show, it's going to be a fun one. Um, Mike Wilner is going to join us later on here in hour one. He's with the Deep Left Field podcast. He's going to join us live from Rogers Center, where the Jays are getting set to wrap up a three-game series at home with the San Diego Padres and looking to avoid the sweep today. Chris Bassett takes them out. So we're looking forward to that chat with Mike Wilner. I believe his new podcast is dropping today. Um, Plus, I just am looking forward to chatting with Mike Wilner. His voice for me, takes me back to 2006, 2007, when I was starting my broadcast career in Rosetown, and I would opt those Jays games, and he would often call some play-by-play, but he handled the intermissions, the pre- and post-game. Mike Wilner's voice, when I listen to his podcast now, just takes me back to 2006 and 7, listen to Jays games, opting them from the fan radio network through our radio station at Rosetown and distributing it to West Central Saskatchewan. So that was a lot of, uh, will be a lot of fun. Uh, hour two, we're going to shift our focus to the Canadian Football League. A lot of CFL talk in hour two. Uh, Dave Jamison will join us from Edmonton. Um, but there's lots going on. Um, it's game day Thursday here in the Canadian Football League. Week seven kicks off tonight with the Edmonton Elks visiting the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So we'll talk to Dave, Dave Jameson about that one as he'll join us from Edmonton. Uh, they're on the course at Royal Liverpool. The Open, the British Open, is underway. And we've got some stories on that we'll get to here in the opening segment. Um, the Jays, as we mentioned, wrap up their three-game set with San Diego. And the Women's World Cup, the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup, is underway, and Canada takes to the pitch tonight against Nigeria as they get started. So I know it's TB12, but it's the red for Canada. Game day, we're going to have a full preview. Brennan Dunlop from Canadian Soccer Daily will join us to preview tonight's game, Canada and Nigeria. He'll join us uh, early in hour two. But look, I had my weekend plans ruined last night. So get this. I had... The most amazing weekend planned, or actually the most amazing Saturday planned. Actually, it's going to be a great weekend. We're going to go to the football game Friday. Then we're going to love the football game once it's over, go to a late movie. And Saturday, I had planned this. Get this. If it didn't go last night, Leanne and I were going to get in the car nice and early Saturday morning, and we were going to drive the two and a half hours down to Buffalo. Okay? Why? Because we were going to go buy our Powerball tickets. The Powerball was up over a billion dollars. A billion dollars. And all that had to happen is it needed to not go last night because it gets drawn every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. We're going to go down, get our Powerball tickets, grab lunch in Buffalo, come back, maybe stop at Niagara Falls and be back before dinner time. But the Powerball went last night. $1.08 billion to a lucky winner in California. So... Saturday is ruined. If you have uh, other alternate plans on Saturday um, that I could do, create a new adventure for me in the YouTube chat. And uh, I need plans for Saturday, so write them in. Uh, We'll say good morning to Bo Halverson, watching from a sunny Saskatoon. Uh, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, The Darren DuPont Show, baby. Okay. Northside YEG just says, Riders suck. Well, good morning to you, 
in episode. How about that? Um, BW says, morning, Moose. Wayne Grolo's checked in, says, good morning, Rod Squad, and especially Darren from Victoria, B.C. So, good morning, Wayne. Um, great to see you on the YouTube chat. More from Patrolman Pete. Since you are in an MLS city, Moose, any thoughts on the MLS All-Stars getting pounded 5-zip by Arsenal last night? No, I didn't watch it, but I don't know if I'd... I don't know. It's a great question. The thing is, when you take All-Stars and you put them against a team... The NHL used to do this, right? I mean, I wasn't around to watch it. But didn't the All-Stars used to play the Soviets back when the Soviet Red Army was, like, running through everybody? Well, when you put the All-Stars together and they're not a team, it's hard to play any sort of system. It's hard to really... I mean, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not educated enough on football, like like European football, soccer, to know what that would look like in terms of putting together an all-star team and how much, you know what I mean? Um, and in the NHL, it didn't work. So it took that U.S. Olympic team that we talked, we've seen the movie Miracle. They were a team. They played together for a long time, um, you know, for the year. I mean, there was a collection of college all-stars and, you know, all-stars, but it wasn't a team that was just slapped together middle of the year, right? So that's my thought. I would expect Arsenal to win, I don't know, about 5-0. I think that's uh, probably the worst part. Um, he also says, Patrolman Preet, so amped for the Blue, uh, the Blue Bomber game, game day. He'll be in his regular IG field seat to watch the Bombers get things back on track against Edmonton. Yes, we call this game a slump buster. And later on in the show, Clark, we're going to have the bet regal graphics just like trigger happy today, okay? Because there's lots of odds today on the show, including the CFL, which we're going to get to that in hour two, but like... It's almost hysterical, the, the odds for Edmonton. We're going to get to that. Um, Randy from the Peg says, good morning, 75,000 and 80,000 for two opening matches of the Women's World Cup. Impressive. Yes, super impressive. Um, and New Zealand, one of the host cities, it's hosted in Australia and New Zealand. New Zealand won. Um, and so did Australia late. They beat um, Ireland. And it's Ireland and Australia in Canada's pool along with Nigeria. So that's pool B that Canada's in. That gets started later on tonight. Uh, John Mohm says, at the golf course, listening to RPS. Uh, love that, John. Hope you hit him straight and play well, uh, Randy uh, and John and everybody else that's watching. At, um, he'll be on the course after the show, Randy from the Peg. Uh, Monty says, good morning, Moose. I love you. Love you too, Monty. And I, you know what? I don't always respond to your Instagram messages, but the memes you send in the videos are funny, and I do watch them, and I do laugh. So please don't stop sending them. Um, Shane Melanson says, Morning, looking forward to a great DuPont show. I bet you are, Shane. We're going to talk a little golf at some point. Uh, John Ohm likes the hoodie. Craig Campbell says, If Moose goes to Buffalo in the future, head to Chef's for ridiculously delicious Italian and massive portions. Split your meal. Oh, my gosh. Maybe we will still go to Buffalo. I need those weekend plans. I really do. Um, so there you go. The, uh, the text line is open as well, 902-518-3033. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, the other thing that came in late last night is a late addition. It was National Hot Dog Day last night. A late addition to the best hot dog. I can't believe this didn't come up last night. Clark, you can throw up that photo if you got it. But 
We went to Costco last night. I thought of the Costco hot dog, and it was only when I saw this come across my social media feeds, um, a publication I follow called The Morning Brew uh, retweeted this. It was a headline from, I think, 2020. Costco founder once said, I will kill you to the CEO who wanted to hike the price of the hot dog, the $1.50 hot dog combo. And I'll tell you, hasn't changed. Spicy. Costco, which is about a five-minute drive from me, hot dog, pop, Two of them, plus an order of French fries, it was a $6.75 date. Took Leanne out last night. And actually, I let her pay. $6.75. We had a great time until we got to the hardware store. But we'll save that story for another day. So National Hot Dog Day was yesterday. Uh, we're gonna, weirdly, hot dogs are going to be a theme throughout the show because I'm going to talk to Mike Wilner about hot dogs. So stick around for that coming up later in the hour. But... We're running through this segment like crazy, and I knew we would have no problem filling these first two segments. So hit the quick six show horn, because we've got some topics to get to. So I want to start today in the NHL with this, and this will carry over into segment two, no doubt. Some quick news from the NHL. The Vegas Golden Knights on Wednesday avoided arbitration with forward Brett Howden. Um, the two agreed on a two-year, $1.9 million deal. And I like this for the Golden Knights. I like this for Brett Howden. One of the things that's happening with Vegas is they're running into some salary cap trouble, okay? Um, and they're actually, as it sits today, I believe $3 million over the cap. Um, two years, $1.9 million. Howden, 25 years old. We know him as the former Moose Jaw Warrior. was drafted by Tampa Bay. Never actually played for the Lightning went to New York, and then just won a Stanley Cup with Vegas. Um, last offseason, he signed a $1.5 million deal. Um, he was an RFA now. And so a slight bump of uh, 400000 on the deal. But he's coming off one of his worst seasons, okay? And this is why I like this for Vegas. And I, I like it as a bridge deal, a two-year bridge deal for Brett. Because uh, he's 25, Okay. His next deal will be the opportunity for him to make some money. Uh, six goals, seven assists, 13 points in 54 games last year. But then in the playoffs, five goals, five assists, 10 points in 22 games, which is on pace for a 40 to 50 point regular season, right? If he kept up those numbers, that was en route to a Stanley Cup, but he got to play with Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone. So I like this, you know, take a little raise. You want a Stanley Cup. Maybe you get more time to play with Stevenson and Stone. That would be really good for Brett Howden. And when you get into your next deal, you'll be 27. Maybe you look at a longer deal, you know, of, you know, five years, four, five, six years, and push that AAV up to four or five million if you can have a really good year. Maybe it's three, four million. But Brett Howden, I think, is in a good spot. And uh, I like that deal as they avoided arbitration. Um, the Winnipeg Jets, they re-signed winner... A winger at Gabriel Velarde yesterday, uh, two years, three point four three seven five million. So Jets fans, you'll like this too. He's coming off a career year with LA, at uh, twenty three goals, eighteen assists, forty one points in sixty three games. The point total tied his career high, um, and then in five playoff games, he had two goals, two assists, and four points. So four points in five playoff games. I thought Velarde was really good um, for LA although they got bounced in the opening round of the playoffs. Um, 11th overall pick in 2017. So he was part of that deal, if you remember, with the Jets, right? 
Alex Ayafalo, Rasmus Kapari, and a second-round pick for PLD. Um, so I like that deal. Um, I mean, he was, he's only 23. He was making 825000 He was due for a raise. And I think this is about the future. It's two years. It's not really going to break you. But here's the situation for Winnipeg. There's just under $3.8 million of cap space now available. And they still have Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck to deal with. And I don't know if either or both will be back. But there's some movement and opportunities to still shed some salary. When you have $3.8 million available, I think this team got better. The odds makers don't think so. We'll get to that next segment. But that'll be interesting. They still have to sign uh, Kapari and Logan Stanley, who are RFAs. So, um, and they got $3.8 million to work with. And the other news, the National Hockey League, Dave Haxtell, the Seattle Kraken head coach, signed a three-year extension uh, yesterday to stay as the head coach of the Seattle Kraken. And they talked about how he's really happy with the, with the pace they're on. How could you not be? Second year in the playoffs and look pretty good upsetting Colorado in the first round. To the YouTube chat, sunny and 27 here in Winnipeg. That's great. It is at 26 already and sunny here in Ontario and uh, supposed to be up to 28 or 29 degrees today. Um, what else do we got? They're talking about golf, so good luck on golf. Um, Randy from the Peg says, LOL, 675 for two. He's talking about hot dogs, $6.75. Nice deal. What's your grade on the hot dog, Darren? Oh, I didn't grade it. You know, Turner Ripplinger is part of the Off the Hazel podcast. you got to listen to this. Turner and Drew. Turner always rates the hot dogs, the golf course. Kind of like, you know, they do with Barstool with the pizza and Dave Portnoy. Um, I think the Costco hot dog is like an eight. Like, I think it's really good. It's simple. It's just a hot dog and a bun. But the bun is always on point. Never a bad bun. And I go with the hot dog, not the pole of sausage. I like the pole of sausage. But you got to mix it up once in a while, okay? Hot. The hot dog was good last night. Yeah. Allie's watching. Says, happy Thursday, RP squad. Patrolman Pete says, welcome, Gabe Velarde. Don't think I'll be ordering his jersey quite yet, though. I think you're going to want, maybe not to order his jersey yet, but I think you'll be excited about Gabe Velarde in Winnipeg. I'm really excited to see what he does. Um, really, really excited. So that's interesting. Um, <laughs> Monty. Says the Costco hot dog is a 10. A 10. I don't know. That's pretty, pretty adventurous to say it's a 10. I don't know. Um, I haven't tried the poutine hot dog yet at Rogers Center. I thought I was going to get a chance to do it today, but I'll be on the air and won't be at the Jays game. Although the crew from Anthem Sports and Entertainment are having a little staff day and they actually invited me out, but um, everybody's going and I'm here with you. Look, we're going to get to our poll question right on the other side of the break. It has to do with the NHL and NHL free agency. Um, we're going to play a spontaneous game of top five, bottom five in the NHL next. And then we're going to tee up the Women's World Cup. We're going to get to the CFL. And we got lots of Blue Jays talk here in hour one. So stick around. It's going to be a fun day. More hockey, baseball, soccer in hour one. A lot of CFL in hour two. So don't go anywhere. It's the Rod Peterson Show today. Darren DuPont in with you, watching coast to coast and around North America on the Game Plus television network, streaming on YouTube, or you might be listening to episode one, hour one of the podcast on Apple and Spotify.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket just $9.99. Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. Darren DuPont in with you here on hour one of this Thursday on the show. Text line is getting hot, 902-518-3033. Brian writes in on the text line, and he says, have you seen the NFL jersey releases going on? Brian, you're reading my diary. We're going to talk about that tomorrow on a football Friday. Have you seen this? The Indianapolis Colts just dropped their new, um, what do they call them, Uh, like night jerseys um, with a black helmet. Uh, Minnesota's released theirs. Seattle's got a throwback. And I'm waiting on Tennessee's. The Titans are coming up. We're going to go through these tomorrow. And we're going to talk about some of our favorites. I think it's awesome. And the NFL is really capturing social media with the jersey reveals. So we're going to talk about that uh, tomorrow on the program. Look, back to the NHL here for a second. And I want to get to our poll question today. Our poll question is for Key Auto Group. With the Key Auto Group, most vehicles receive a lifetime engine warranty guarantee. Go to keyautogroup.ca slash the key advantage for eligibility and maintenance requirements. The Key Auto Group here to take care of you. Talked about some of the signings in the NHL. Well, one thing we haven't talked about is who's left on the free agent market right now. When you look at $3.8 million of cap space, you look at what teams have left. um, The question is... Which of the following remaining free agents would you sign to your team? And the options are Matt Dumba, the 28-year-old defenseman from the Minnesota Wild, Patrick Kane, the 34-year-old former Blackhawk and most recently the New York Rangers, just coming off hip surgery on June 1st and could miss the start of the season, Vladimir Tarasenko, who's 31 years old, Again, with the Rangers, but before that, at an 82-point season with the St. Louis Blues. Or Jonathan Taves, the 35-year-old who had missed time with Winnipeg, um, is not re-signing with Winnipeg um, and could go elsewhere. Uh, Do we have early results on this one, Clark? Thirty-three percent done by... Kane and Taves are tied. I think Twitter's pretty similar, and uh, we'll check the RP.com, uh, the RodPeterson.com results as well. We'll compile all of those and figure out who's going to win this thing. Look, it depends what you want. Patrick Kane, I think, can still score. He's become a, he's a really he's always been a great playmaker. 
Um, Matt Dumba's the only defenseman on the list, and he's the youngest, right, at 28. Um, took a step back in Minnesota this past year, um, so that's interesting. Vladimir Tarasenko, I think, is probably the guy you bring in if you need points and you need scoring and offense. He probably will, will deliver the most offense for you. And Jonathan Taves, I think, brings leadership. And he's always been a great face-off guy. Um, you know, if you're looking to add a guy, I think, into your bottom six, I think that's the expectation for Taves, a guy who could still play on the power play, could still log good minutes. He's responsible defensively. Um, I voted for Jonathan Taves because I think leadership matters. I think we're too fast to get rid of these older players, the veteran players. So I think that's important. Uh, Ted Blewis writes in, says, Dumba for sure, a young-ish defenseman. Yes. Allie in Texarkana says, I'd take Taves, but Dallas is probably done. Cap space. I don't think Taves is going to sign for a lot of money. I think it really depends on what he's looking for, too. Um, Wayne and Victoria, my favorite hot dogs were at the fair when I was a kid. Of course, back then, everything tasted better than it does now. Um, I think you also taste the nostalgia of being at the fair and being a kid, for sure, in your mind. Um, oh, Rod's checking in. Good morning, um, Rod says to uh, Kevin the Medium. Um, and uh, Kevin says, good morning, RP peeps. Uh, Cole writes in on YouTube, says, happy Thursday, from uh, partial North Dakota. I hope I said that right. Nice and sunny, 71 degrees here. That's not bad. Not bad, not bad, not bad. So uh, good to see everybody checking in. Um, we see Ryan from uh, WQEE writing in. RP show with Top Gun. I don't have the glasses anywhere. I did The jacket is just in the closet, actually. Um, but I've taken the logos off, so it's not going to look or feel uh, the same there so we got our poll results in um i want to get to this the top five bottom five in the nhl kind of coming out of the frenzy of free agency still some big free agents left and coming out of you know heading into our rfa or arbitration season which we're kind of into now okay stanley cup odds from bet regal for our top five bottom five okay so get ready for this Top five, bottom five. And this is based on the Stanley Cup odds today at betregal.net. Okay? The top five. Coming in at number one. A shock to me. The Colorado Avalanche are still the number one team the sportsbook have to uh, win the Stanley Cup. Colorado at plus 875. Followed closely by the Toronto Maple Leafs at number two at plus 930. Um, third is Edmonton. So if Toronto's plus 930, Edmonton right there at plus 960. New Jersey in fourth place at plus 1085. They just got Tyler Toffoli. And coming in in fifth place, your defending Stanley Cup champions, the Vegas Golden Knights at plus 1155. Okay? Notables. Florida, 11th at, at, at plus 1725. Calgary, 14th at plus 3,000. Ottawa, 18th at plus 3,705. Winnipeg, 19th, plus 4,240. So they've got Winnipeg behind Ottawa and Calgary. That's interesting for me. 
Florida at 11 is interesting for me, too. They just got to the Stanley Cup. But I get it. They were the eighth seed. They got in by a point on the last game of the season. That's not totally surprising to me. But Calgary and Ottawa ahead of Winnipeg is a little shocking right now. I get it. Winnipeg's unloading some of the high-end stars. Pierre-Luc Dubois gone. There's uncertainty around Connor Hellebuck and Mark Shifley. So that affects how people bid or bet on these things. Um, 23rd, the Vancouver Canucks. They avoid the bottom five at plus 55-30. So let's go to the bottom five, okay? Coming in at 27th, the Chicago Blackhawks. Just got Connor Bedard. They're plus 10,690. 28th, the Philadelphia Flyers, plus 11,195. 29th, the Montreal Canadiens, plus 12,955. 30th, the Arizona Coyotes, plus 14,255. 31st, the San Jose Sharks at plus 14,630. And there's still talk about uh, Eric Carlson being dealt. And then Anaheim at 32nd. And I like Anaheim to take a big jump up at plus 15,415. If there's a bet that Anaheim won't finish last, I'll take it. I will take it. I will take it. I will take it. I will take it. And I will bet everything I have on it that the Anaheim Ducks will not finish in last place. Okay? That's my bet. Um, you can head to betregal.net, play for free on the free play sports book. Mike Wilner coming up from the Deep Left Field podcast. The Blue Jays are getting set. They're about 30 minutes away. Well, 38 minutes away from the opening pitch against the San Diego Padres. Chris Bassett takes them out. We're going to get to that next segment. But tonight, it's the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup. It's underway already in Australia and New Zealand, and Canada takes to the pitch tonight against Nigeria. Uh, Canada is favored to win in this one. Uh, they're betting favorites at minus 310 over Nigeria at betregal.net. The over-under on goals is three. Um, and here's what's interesting. Canada's in Group B as they get set to open this World Cup with Australia, the hosts, uh, Nigeria, who they'll play tonight, and Ireland. Australia beat Ireland this morning. Um, that is over. I was going to bug Clark. Clark, I was going to bug you and, and think that we should have gotten Claire Hanna on the show. She's covering the World Cup for TSN. She's there in Australia. I've seen it on the social media. I've seen the reports on SportsCenter. But then I started thinking, what time is it? It's 2.30 in the morning in Australia. She's probably sleeping. So my guess is in our show slot, we're probably not getting live updates from Australia, unless you know somebody who's up really late. Maybe Clara's a night owl. I'm not sure. But she's got to get ready because we're, well, we're, we're exactly 10 hours from that game starting. So she's probably sleeping, getting ready for the game uh, tonight. Um, Canada comes into this game, the reigning Olympic champs. They, they uh, had a bronze in 2012 and 2016 and won the Olympics in Tokyo. Um, as the reigning Olympic champs. They're the number seven seed in the world, the number seven ranked team in the world. And when it comes to the odds at betregal.net, Canada is 11th to win the World Cup at plus 29. How about that? The favorites? Yeah, the favorites are the Americans at plus 245, followed by England and Spain as the top three. Canada, 11th as a, a betting favorite 
in that one. Um, this is going to be interesting because a lot of the talk around the World Cup, and I want to get to this the Canada preview, and we'll do more of this next hour when, uh, when Brennan Dunlop joins us from Canadian Soccer Daily. But there's a lot being made over the prize money. Um, Jason Greger was talking about it. Claire Hanna was talking about it. How they, you know, we want to get to equality. And there's a lot of talk about, well, it comes down to revenue and how the, the men are actually taking a lesser percentage of revenue than the women are, even though the revenue is so lopsided that it equals a far superior sum of money, even on a smaller percentage. But I don't really want to get into that because there's a lot of good things going on at the World Cup right now. For instance, FIFA has already sold over 1 million tickets, and this is on track to being the best ever World Cup in terms of attendance. Right now, the reigning leader, the club host leader, is the 2015 World Cup, which was held here in Canada, where they sold 1.35 million tickets. I went, saw Canada play China, Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton. It was fantastic, except for the concessions. It took 45 minutes to get a hot dog. But that, hey, when you have 50,000 people in the building, I get it. Not a criticism. It just kind of sucked. Saw some great friends. We had a lot of fun. So... That was great. Canada, the best ever, and it keeps growing. And I think that's the most important thing in all of this is that the World Cup keeps growing and it's getting better and we're having conversations. But the biggest issue for Canada and all the stuff I'm reading, and I don't claim to be all over this, but in everything I'm reading, the biggest issue for Canada is scoring. And that's going to be the biggest issue in Australia. Even though they're the defending gold medalists at the Olympics, in three knockout matches in Tokyo, they scored just two goals. And both were on penalties, not in open play, okay? Uh, twice they needed to win in a shootout. And so far in 2023, in five matches, five matches, they've been shut out three times and have scored just three goals. So offense is the biggest question mark. I know you don't need a lot of it to win because they've got great defense. And I'm going to ask uh, Brandon Dunlop about the goaltending situation, because they've got a new keeper in Kalen Sheridan, because Stephanie LeBay, who they called the Minister of Defense, she retired. So that's interesting. Christine Sinclair is back, her sixth World Cup. She's 40 now and still a leader on this team. So there's lots of cool stuff happening, and we're going to talk about this all coming up next hour when Brennan Dunlop from Canadian Soccer Daily joins us. But the Blue Jays now... Uh, just 33 minutes away from the opening pitch in, uh, in Toronto, where they're going to take on the San Diego Padres, hoping to avoid the sweep um, in the middle of this homestand before they head off to play the Seattle Mariners. We're going to talk a little bit about that, get you set for that. We're going to get you set for the Major League Baseball trade deadline. It's all coming up. And then we're going to get to the CFL next hour. So, Blue Jays, we're going to talk baseball on the other side with Mike Wilner from the Deep Left Field podcast. This is the RP Show. Darren DuPont in on a Thursday, a sunny Thursday here, and hope you're having a great day wherever you are. It's the RP Show across North America on the Game Plus television network, streaming live on YouTube, or you might be listening to the podcast. This is hour one of the RP Show podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple and Spotify.
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, welcome back to the RP Show. Darren DuPont in for Rod Peterson today. Having a great day on a Thursday. The text line is open at 902-518-3033. If you've got questions, get them in now on the text line or on the YouTube chat where Craig Smith writes in on YouTube. Says he finished the quarterback series on Netflix. So good. Shows everyone how complex the game is. Got more respect for Kirk Cousins. And Mahomes is one tough son of a gun. I recommend it. I'm almost done, Craig. I'm going to finish it tonight. And we'll talk about it tomorrow on a Football Friday. We'll get into that and more Netflix as well. But the roof is open. They're 30, well, now 27 minutes away from opening pitch in Toronto. The Jays and the Padres. We welcome in Mike Wilner from the Deep Left Field podcast. Mike, you're in Rogers Center getting ready for the game. Uh, set the scene for us. Well, the scene is it's a, it's a camp day. There's a lot of kids coming in the 500 level is going to be filled with what uh, Tom Chambers used to call the kaleidoscope of color. It's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a loud day. And the Blue Jays are trying not to get swept as they finish this series in San Diego. Very cool. I think that 500 deck is maybe the most un- underrated section in sports. Like, it's way up high. But if you, but if you, and you got to climb the stadium, though, the ramps to get there. But if you do... The bars they have up there, the interactive games for kids and families. Like, I, you know, it is a cool place to go and experience a ball game. Yeah, it really seems that way. I mean, I haven't been up there since the changes, uh, since everything was put in and been up among the crowds. Uh, but it does look like a very cool place. And when you look around this place, you see the attendance numbers, and it's a sellout. And, a lot of the seats are empty because a lot of the people are on the outfield up in that 500 level, 200 level, um, home run landing areas, standing over the bullpen. It's really been something what they've done with this place over the Yeah, very cool. I love it. And I think it's awesome, the rentals that they've done. Look, we're going to get to the game today, and we won't keep you very long because I know you got to get ready for the game. But I need to ask you this because I'm doing a little homework. Um, my sister and my dad are flying out next month, and we're planning to go to some games. And one of the games circled on the calendar, mid-August, is a game in which it's Looney Dog Day. I've never been to a Looney Dog Day, but I saw that over 71,000 hot dogs a couple of days ago. Is it just as it sounds? Like, what are the rules and regulations around Looney Dog Day when it comes to the game and the Jays? It's, it's, it's really starting to develop a life of its own. You know, that 71,000 on Tuesday night was a record. I think the, there had been one or two that broke 60, but just barely. Um, and Tuesday night was, I believe, it was a sellout. People are starting to show up for the $1 hot dogs. 
have that be part of their game day experience. There are people who dress in hot dog suits. Uh, there are people who tweeted me that said they had 25 hot dogs between the two of them. Um, it's becoming a thing. So, yeah, why not come by and uh, strike while the iron's hot, I guess, and order yourself a $1 hot dog while you're watching a ball game. Yeah, why not? I think that's outstanding and definitely looking forward to that. Look, the Jays fell 2-0 to San Diego Wednesday night. Uh, they're wrapping up the three-game set. Um, you know, three point, or five and a half games back in the division, but they're in a wild-card spot right now. Um, where is this Jays team at in your mind right now? Is, you know, they were hot and now the bats are cold again. I mean, a couple of days here. Um, where are they at right now as they close out this series with the Padres? They're in a really good spot. You look at the overall, they've got the best record in the American League over the last seven weeks or so. Uh, they've been maddening and frustrating because, you know, it feels like they can never get a big hit. And there are so many runners stranded. I believe they lead the major leagues, runners left on base. They're one of the worst teams in the league. They're hitting with balls in scoring position. And yet, they're winning games, and they're winning games on a consistent basis, and they've won six games off the ALE's lead over the course of the last month. So, you know, as frustrating as the game-to-game is when you step back and look at the big picture, this is a team that's playing very, very well right now, in a good position, continuing to improve that position. It's crazy over the first 73 games of the season. They never got shut out. And over the last 23, they've been shut out five times. But what's even wackier about that is over those 23 games where they've been shut out five times, they still have the best record in the American League. So um, it really can't get caught up in the microscopic mode. Terrible today. You know, they only scored one run in this series against San Diego. San Diego's a really good team. This was bound to happen at some point for the Padres. We'll see what happens this afternoon, but not right off San Diego right yet. To taste and soda with Bogos and Machado and that pitching stuff they've got. It's, it's so difficult to understand how they're an under 500 team. So I'm not making any grand proclamations about how terrible the losers because they might get swept in the series. But the hitting the runs and scoring position is coming around. They were 0 for 8 yesterday, but they're still hitting 290 as a team with runs and scoring position over the last 12 games. So things are improving. They've been really good since the end of May, and it's just the way a baseball season goes. There are a lot of losses that come, even for very good teams. Yeah, it's definitely a long year, um, and you got to be patient. Uh, a lot of talk now as we shift towards the trade deadline on August 1st. And Ross Atkins, here's the quote. He said, what we don't want to do is subtract. We believe in the group that's here. I think that echoes kind of what you say is this team's very good. They've, they've played well over the last stretch, best record in the American League over the last little bit. Um, but there is talk about a right-handed bat potentially being added, maybe some bullpen depth but that's you know every team would like to add you know an arm in the bullpen so what happens when you hear the name Nelson Cruz get floated around um, in in talks when linked to the Jays 
Nelson Cruz is not going to have this time. Nelson Cruz is 43 years old. It's a couple of years removed from this time where he was good. I think you you have to you have to look higher. Uh, when you're looking to make a trade deadline ad, you're trying to make an ad off the player who's playing well for a team that's not doing especially well. Nelson Cruz got released a couple of weeks ago because he wasn't playing well. So uh, I don't think he's, he's a guy that anyone should be getting excited. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with you on that 100%. And look, we're going to let you go here right away, but I want to ask you about this. I said, how good, you know, I guess, how does, how does it go over on social media when you reply to fans with, with logic and with stats, you know, to back up the heated fan arguments about whether it's Brandon Belt or why the Jays suck, um, you know, how is it dealing with a passionate fan base like that every day on Twitter? You handle it so well. Look, I, I, all I'm trying to do is get information. It's, it's funny. I'm tweeting when I'm answering people with facts, not with opinion, like sheer hard cold numbers. And I get a lot of responses that start with regardless or that doesn't matter. Truth is very important. I understand the passion of fans. And I'm just trying to, to show them what's actually happening. Confirmation bias is a massive thing in the world, and it's a bigger thing in sports fandom because you think what you're seeing is what you're always seeing, and it's not. It's just that you don't remember the things that contradict the opinion that you already have. You just look at things that feed that opinion to reinforce it, but they're not always true. Truth is, truth is important. If you're going to get angry about something, you should at least know what you're getting angry about. Yeah. I agree. I don't that anyone's going to really change their mind what they think just because they're presented with facts that sometimes people just want to vent. look the deep left field podcast continues to deliver uh you said you were dropping a new episode today is it out before the first pitch it is out before the first pitch you can find it on, on the, the star.com and it'll be it may already be out on apple Podcasts and spotify and, and everything and, you know i'm standing in deep left field right now we're just above deep left field it's a really good episode we've got kevin Jane Jackson has got a two-week-old baby in the intensive care unit in Salt Lake City, and he went back to Utah just for a day on Monday for the Jays off day to go be with the baby. And we've got Orlando Hudson, who was just such a joy to cover when he was here with the Blue Jays. A fantastic guy to talk to. Then. Good stuff. Appreciate this. Enjoy the game. Always a pleasure having you on, Mike. Thanks. Anytime. All right. Mike Wilner joining us from Rogers Center in Toronto. And uh, if you listen closely, it was a great interview. Um, great stuff from him. Um, and I know a little tough to hear. Loud environment, loud noise, everything in there. But uh, we'll dissect that interview. We'll a uh, couple more Jays things on the other side, including load up the comments with this. I posted it on Twitter yesterday. How angry would you be if your team in your building 
was selling the opposing team's merch. That's what was happening in Seattle. Jay's getting set to head to Seattle for a uh, set with the Mariners coming up over the weekend. And they're selling Toronto Blue Jays gear in the official Mariners team store. How upset would you be if your team was doing that? If the Riders were selling Bombers gear in the official Rider team store or vice versa or your favorite team? Load it up. We'll talk about it when we come back and viewer takeover on the RP show here on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and on the podcast, Apple and Spotify. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. And we'll load this up and we'll move it over into hour two, which is how upset would you be if your team was selling the opposing team gear in your team store? People are fired up about this and most people say, not really that upset. We want gear. I want to buy opposing team's gear when I'm on the road and things like that. I'll say not in the official team store. I think you should be more accommodating to visiting teams for sure. Maybe a kiosk outside. Like I was in L.A. at an Angels game recently over Easter, and the Jays were playing, and I'm like, ah, it would be really great if they allowed the Jays to put a kiosk outside, a little trailer outside the stadium to buy, for fans to buy gear as they're coming up. A lot of Jays fans, more Jays fans in Seattle this weekend when the Jays take on the Mariners in a key series for Seattle. They're five and a half games back of the Jays for the wild card. So we'll talk about that in hour two and a big CFL hour coming by in hour two. Jay Jameson will join us and Brennan Dunlop to tee up Canada and Nigeria at the World Cup. Hour two on the way. This is the end of hour one. Thanks for listening. I'm Darren DuPont. We'll see you for the next episode of the podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.